From this valley they say you are going I shall miss your bright eyes and your smile For you say you were taking the sunshine That has brightened our path for a while So come sit by my side if you love me Do not hasten to bid me adieu But remember the Red River Valley And the cowboy who loved you so true Television Cops. That's right. Today, today, Mount Rushmore of Television Cops. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I got it ready to go. I got all week. We got TV Cops. We got uh, the, 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 the TV Dads on Friday for, for Father's Day because it is Father's Day weekend, this coming weekend. Uh, and then either we've got uh, Bands. Well, we do have bands. We, 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 we have lead front men, lead singers. 
We have that one to do, too. So there you go. There you go. By the way, if you were on social media this weekend. You know. There are 24 hours left until a major. I'm sorry. I apologize. That was not good enough for you guys. A major. Major. Major announcement. Major announcement. Major announcement. Tomorrow. I'm sorry. It's tomorrow. It's got to be tomorrow. Got to finish some stuff up today. Uh, Let's say some good mornings here. Uh, Braddy Kidd uh, did this a couple days ago. Just wanted to beat the Democrats at their own game. First for the week, bitches. Douglas is Braddy, you're a freaking cheater. I'm the real winner of first place today. Good morning, ass family. Douglas here. Uh, Straight Fire says, good morning, Tommy. Arnie and ass family. Yeah, sorry about that. And he didn't let me know until last night. And there was still a chance he was going to be here today. But, hey, no worries. No worries. Hey, no big deal. No biggie. He's going to be here tomorrow. And at least he let me know, like, enough time in advance. And I appreciate that. That's why he's a good man. Uh, let's see. Elise says, morning, everyone. Hope every, uh, hope Monday treats you all well. Yes. Braddy Kitt says, good morning. Well, good morning to Braddy Kitt. Tam in Grass Valley says, good morning, ass family. Happy Monday. Let's get this bitch started off right. Hangtown Jen says, good morning, ass family. Uh, Braddy Kitt rubbing it in on Douglas that she was the first one. DNA says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Morgan, what is shaking, brother? Hangtown Jen says, thanks for participating in the dance party on the fan page. I love seeing all the dancing emojis and the songs not to sing in prison. Too funny. Yeah, it, that was good shit. Alicia says, that was fun. Hangtown Jen. Uh, let's see. Howard Dean had a solo. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I did the Howard Dean thing and it, just because I, I felt like it. it. It just it felt appropriate. Dave Coe says, good morning, uh, good Monday morning. Can I come in here without a mask? Yes, yes, yes. This is a mask-free zone, people. How many relationships are ending in California now with the mask coming off? Wow, that's what you look like? Yikes. (laughs) Tim says, not mine. Can't end something that never started. Uh, hey, Arnie, uh, this weekend I was thinking about, have we done TV show moms? Yes. Yes, we did TV show moms. That was the initial one that we started the Mount Rushmore. I, I, I don't think I've ever sent it to him. I need to send that to him. But, yes, we have done that. Yeah, uh, Jen, no, because Peg Bunny is already the winning. I, I think she was one of the, the finalists. Uh, let's see. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Boo Monday. Y'all have a great day. Ogre's in the house. Buenos dias, familia. There's a, a billboard here for a dentist asking if you're ready to show your face again. <laughs> oh, you're going to see that a bunch. You're going to see people play with that in ads and all kinds of stuff. Uh, I want to say a special thank you to Randy, who emailed me this. Says, hey, Arnie. Long, long, long time listener. Uh, I was watching the Giants post game show and I saw this bullshit. Yet again, someone stealing from the Arnie State show. Much love and keep up the good work. And so you know, you're the only reason I ever listen to any of the shows that you're on. Well, thank you. 
Now, what it was, is, I guess it's the, the Twitter account from, from the Giants, and they have put up a horrible shit sketch of a Mount Rushmore. And it's the Mount Rushmore of favorite Giants. Lincecum, Snow, Bonds, and Clark. Now, first of all, once again, somebody's stealing from me. Secondly, whoever did this, are, are, are they retarded? This is something that I would put together. I wish I could share this picture with everybody. Actually, you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to save this story. Uh, yeah. Oh, hold on a second. Hold on. Let, 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 let's just do something here, shall we? Just, 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 just settle along with me here. Inbox. Let's see. Okay. Randy. I want to save that picture, Randy. There it is. Save image. Okay. Now, now I can put it up. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Here we go. Now I can handle it. Mm-hmm. Stealing from my show again. No, no, no I, I don't want any of that. I, I want to insert a photo. Please. Where There it is. Done. Now, if you go to your Facebook page, uh, you can see their horrible artist rendering compared to what we get here at the Arnie State Show and Young Harm. Once again, stealing from me. Flat out stealing. Mm. Dave Coe says, Clark can kiss the sour end of 25 feet of my lower intestines. That is, it, it, that's the big point there, Ogre. This is a horrible list of giants. I loved Will Clark. I understand people hate him. I get it. I get it. It should be Willie Mays. Yeah, where the fuck is Willie Mays? If I'm to believe, this is the, the, the team. He played in San Francisco. He was on the New York Giants, but he played in San Francisco. Then he went to the Mets. You don't have Willie Mays on your own Mount Rushmore? Tim Lincecum? Uh, Willie McCovey, hello, you've named an entire cove after him. Jack Clark and Madison Baumgartner. Okay. Will Clark, sorry. Yeah, see, I don't have a problem with Will Clark on this. Bonds, that's it. You have to have Willie Mays and Willie McCovey on there. My God, the Speaker of the House can't even tell them apart. This is awful. That is such a huge fail on the Giants' side. Wow. Stealing. Flat out stealing from me. Well, today we'll have TV cops up there, and our Mount Rushmore will be a lot more kick-ass looking than that garbage. And isn't San Francisco like a tech society? 
They could come up with something better than that. Did somebody's kid who's on the spectrum come up with that? Hey, Zeus Christmas. Did you say Bonds was in there? He should be disqualified. Look, I'm not a Giants fan. So it's up to Giants fans. They want to put him on there, okay. But you have to have Willie Mays on there. For the love of anything, you you don't know anything about baseball in San Francisco if you don't have Willie Mays on one of your fucking lists. Mm, again, a huge thank you to Young Harm for such incredible artwork. So good, it's worthy of being stolen. Some would say the highest compliment. Amen to that. Well, the Giants also have a woman announcer. Does the bad artwork come as any surprise? You know, it does. It does. The, the bad artwork really disappoints me. I think that's what I'm the most upset about. Here I am, a solo pop podcast, and I got a guy who, out of the goodness of his heart, is making these for me. Compared to a multi-billion dollar industry of Major League Baseball and one of their franchises wanting to put together a Mount Rushmore, they get some autistic kid who's good with the, the shaving metal thing. You know, with the metal, you can put a beard on everything. That's what this looks like it was made out of. Wow. Whoever put that together should be fired. And anybody in their sports information department should be fired. Not having Willie Mays on there. The Mount Rushmore head of Bonds is extra huge due to steroids. (laughs) They use his actual head. They don't even use stone for that. Uh, All right. Uh, Today is Flag Day, by the way. By the way, Flag Day is today, so... If you have a flag, wave it today. What else we got to do before we start the show? Because we have not officially started. It's t-shirt time? Oh, it's it t-shirt time. T-shirt time? It is 12 It's t-shirt time. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, baby. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Everybody knows it's Angelina. t-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut, shut up. up now. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their t-shirts on. Woo! That is right. Today, I am styling, profiling, limousine riding, kiss-stealing son of a gun. I got a Ric Flair shirt on. You can see he's saying, you can see he's saying woo, and his head is all busted open. This is how we knew Ric Flair. Ric Flair had this bleach blonde hair, and it would get soaked with blood in every big match. It's a black and white shirt except for the red blood. This shirt is awesome, I, I have to say. Like I said, T-shirt game elevated. Tomorrow is uh, uh, the, the last day of uh, T-shirt time. We're going we're gonna to take a little sabbatical. So there you go. There you go. Got the Ric Flair on today. Uh, I did see a movie this weekend. So before we start the show, hold on a second. Let me, uh, let me update you on this. I'm not sure if it's real. Oh. Uh. Uh. All right. 
Nobody could make a bloody face look better than Ric Flair. Even Abdullah Butcher couldn't do that thing with the eyes like Ric Flair. Amen. Woo! I saw the hitman's wife's bodyguard. I, I think that's what it is. This is a follow-up, the hitman's bodyguard with Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson. Now, this one, uh, it seems that, I, I, I got to say that for me, this one, it wasn't bad. It, it was a good action movie. But they really kind of, they, they kind of queefed up Ryan Reynolds' character. Like in the first one, he was this badass uh, bodyguard. In this one, he's trying to find himself and trying to find Zen. It's, the joke gets lost in the first 10 minutes. And then they continue it out throughout the whole thing that he's not going to use a gun. Now, it ends funny. I ain't going to tell you how it ends. It ends pretty damn funny. But Samuel Jackson, great in it. Selma Hayek, I was just waiting for a boob to pop out. I, I was hoping. I was uh, hoping that there was going to be a boob pop out. But ain't no boobs popped out. All in all, I got to say, th- this movie, the way I'd rate this movie, because uh, I really, man, I really liked the first one. The first one I liked a lot. And this one, man, did they miss the mark. I'll say HBO. Yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah because you don't want to hear the mo- You don't want to miss the motherfuckers. You don't want to miss motherfuckers. Front- oh, it's Selma Hayek's mouth in this. Oh, my God, it's so hot. Yeah, but this one, this one's definitely one you want to wait for cable. You, you, don't wanna, you don't need to waste your time going to the theater on this one or, or pay-per-view. Uh, so there you go. So I got movie review out the way. Flag day, t-shirt time. Uh, did I do anything this weekend? Not really. Uh, um, no, no, that's it. All right, we we can we can start the sh- the show. Okay, okay. Uh, by the way, huge mass shooting this weekend in Austin, down on Sixth Street now. This is the thing that the people in Austin need to, need to know. Hey, hey, Texas got your back. Uh, we know that you're a bunch of hippies, but th- they shot up the tourist area on 6th Street. One suspect's in custody. Uh, the first person died this morning. I think there were like 13 people shot, and now one has died. It's a horrible story. It just, uh, it, this is kind of like, I, and I don't know if they're looking into this. Remember last uh, couple weeks ago, and, and they got some rapper that they, they questioned, and it was in Miami, showed up at a club and just opened fire there. This is the same thing. They, are, they, are they one and the same? Don't know, but then there's a really weird story that's going along with it. Douglas sent this to me yesterday. Thank you, too, by the way, Doug. Thank you to everybody who sends me stories. I really do appreciate it. Um, the Austin Statesman. Or actually, no, I, th- I think it was Andrew that sent me this one. I'm sorry. It, one, of, one of you two guys. I, I thank you all. Okay. A prominent Texas news outlet, the Austin Statesman, 
liberal as fuck, refused to publish the police-provided description of a suspect over concerns that doing so would be perpetuating stereotypes. So that means it's far more important to this newspaper to be woke than the safety of its readers. Okay, Douglas, you sent it. Yeah, thank you, buddy. Are you kidding me? Right, it, we, we're taking a couple weeks off, Grady Judd. I got I got to wait for him to do something really, really good. Uh, that, that's one that, that I need to get. Are you kidding me? Over perpetuating it, if that's the description that the police have given you, why not put that in there? Oh, oh, I see. Is it because the suspect happens to be black? Police did not know motive, and they say gang-related activity had not been ruled out. Wait a minute. Is there a suspect still at large? Yes. Yes, there is, Tim. One suspect's in custody. I, I I, I don't know who the suspect is. They haven't released anything. Or at least I haven't seen it. If they have, please, you know, put the link up here so I can see it. They refused, the Austin Statesman refused to publish the description, an eyewitness description, claiming they would be perpetuating stereotypes if they did. The Austin Statesman is not including the description as it's too vague at the time to be useful identifying. don't, Don't do that shit. So this is what it is. This that now it's now it's really affecting people. There was a cop shot up here today. Uh, there's a cop shot outside of Fort Worth. He's going to be okay. He got shot in the leg. Thank God. And guess what? They had a description of the guy, the white guy on a motorcycle. Well, that's perpetuating a stereotype. Now, shut up. You know why stereotypes are there, Austin Statesman? They're there for a reason. Oh, man. How poetic would it be for the shooter to kill one of those woke fucks from that station, right? The newspaper, we refuse to give a description of the perpetrator because we don't want to stereotype six-foot-one black male assailants, right? Holy shit, that newspaper should be torched to the ground. Fuck them. So the newspaper thinks you should be on the lookout for a person. That's specific. It's like the Simpsons episode where Chief Wiggum says, suspect is driving a car. I repeat, a car. That is, Chief Wiggum, I, I, honestly, if there could be a leader of the woke, it would be Chief Wiggum. You want to know why? Because he's fucking clueless. As is everyone who is on this fucking woke bandwagon. There's nothing wrong with trying to be polite to your fellow man. But bending over backwards and and, and canceling and doing all this kind of stuff, though the canceling has canceled Chrissy Teigen, so that's a good thing. 
But we have a story coming up this morning in the uh, when I when I'm doing all the kind of entertainment stuff. Where is that one about him? Well, I tell you what, there's a guy who gets off scot free every fucking time. God damn it, I had it in here. Oh, there it is. Oh, it's actually in this segment when I start talking about Caitlyn Jenner. We got somebody to talk about. A celebrity who gets away with everything, and I want to know why he does. So the other suspect still at large, please, dear Lord, let it be a black suspect who turns himself in to where no one gets hurt, and it is a black suspect. And then people revolt against the Austin statesman, and everybody the Austin statesman who had anything to do with this is fired immediately. Let's change it. Let, 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 let's make this a statement. If you're woke, we want you to go broke. How about that? I want everybody who's canceled anybody except Chrissy Teigen. I, I, I Look, I, I want all these pussy farts all gathered up and say, just stop. We're, we're not going to like everything. And in case I don't like something, that doesn't mean I want it outlawed. So please don't cancel me. I, I can have an opinion about abortion without you canceling me. I can have these opinions. I'm not going to act on any of these opinions. But we are allowed still. Well, we used to be allowed opinions. I'm sorry. I apologize. I forgot we live in America. Because you are no longer allowed to have thoughts that could disagree with the woke. It's not even against the narrative. See, we used to be able to argue against the narrative. The narrative being blacks aren't allowed to vote. Well, we used to argue against that. And what did we do? We, we, we ended up beating that. Now it's not even the narrative. It's the woke saying, well, this is the way we feel. We don't give a fuck. And if you don't like it, well, you're done. I mean, look at the mask Nazis that are still out there. I know everything is opened up. You're still going to have people wanting you to wear masks. I'm not making that up. So Xavier just found out about these six Dr. Seuss books canceled. He was pissed. He said, if you have to point out to me the child where the hate is, point out to me the different to what I can identify in these books. The shit that would be canceled, they aren't in. They aren't you, in fact, teaching hate. They are nothing wrong with the books till there was. He was at 18. He at 18 is so pissed at this woken. Good, he should be. Do you want to know why he should be the most pissed? He should be the most pissed because this is affecting him directly. We're getting rid of shit that we had. Look, I know that I've given shit to uh, that damn show, the afternoon show on 98 Rock, and I, you know, I've called Mike out because they steal from me all the time. I'm used to it. I still love Mike. Mikey's one of it. I, I, I will always hold Mikey. I don't care if he doesn't hold me the same. I'll hold, hold Mikey close to my heart. 
Because he was my salvation when I was there with fucking dog shit and jerk off. And Andy. <whistles> Mikey went on vacation with his girlfriend this weekend. And their kids. And they took their kids to SeaWorld. Now, you know where I'm going to go with this. I have zero problems with anybody who wants to still go to SeaWorld. SeaWorld was good enough for us when we were kids. And then all of a sudden, this quite slanted documentary comes out called Blackwater. And now everybody wants SeaWorld closed. And the first comment, not no, and it was, didn't have any pictures of orcas in it. It was just like a family picture. And it looked like they were having fun. And you know, in this day and age, when you're now able to travel and go and have fun in places in California, your first comment is going to be something on the Blackwater type comment. What a shit stain. And Mikey eviscerated him, and I just put in, I, I commented on Mikey's evisceration, I love you. I am so sick of this woke bullshit. Those books were canceled by the Seuss family themselves because the books questioned he had cringeworthy material they were embarrassed by. We were in Yosemite this weekend, for starters. It was amazing. See so many people not wearing masks inside and outside of buildings and hikings. Of course, there were a handful of fucktards walking around and making spectacles of themselves with their virtue signaling. Oh, Alicia, it's going to go on for it. Look, how long has Texas been open? I mean, for a long time. You remember when, uh, when, when, when Buck Faustin was here, Dan, when Dan was in? He wasn't joking. That day that he and I went out to the outlet malls, we were outside. We weren't wearing masks. We're walking around the outlet mall, right? And people are walking towards us, and they put their masks up when they walk towards us. Masks ain't going anywhere for a long, long, long time. They did it before any kind of outcry or pressure. I don't want to see world closed. <laughs> Thanks for the clarification. Over. Okay. Now, the 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 woke society. I, I I will say this right now. I am so sick of it. I I'm tired of it. It needs to stop. It's going to do far. It's already done so much harm. So much more harm than any good it will ever do. Ever. Shit that has been canceled and won't come back. The people have been fired there. They ain't coming back. I mean, it's sad. People are probably still wearing masks at some sort of pathetic portable safe space. It really, look, I, I, if you need to still wear a mask, go, go ahead. But for fuck's sake, man, don't say anything to me. Just don't. I hate you. Let, let, let me get that out just, just really, really clear. I hate you. I really do. These mask Nazis, all these people. Oh, my God, I have to do this. Oh, we can't go to a bar. Oh, shut up. Just go live your fucking lives. God almighty. 
right, done with. Uh, am I am I done with the woke? Yeah, actually, no, I'm not done with the woke because I, I want to come back to this this news reporter. This story is so fucking good, but I, I want to go to this story here about Caitlyn Jenner. Now I know that Caitlyn Jenner. Look, look, we've had fun at, at the expense of Caitlyn Jenner all the time. Okay. I have never called for anyone to be canceled. I don't care what you do. There, if two people were to get canceled, I know the two people I'd want to get canceled. But this is the part that I don't understand. Caitlyn Jenner running for governor of California. We're told time and time again, and, and I don't know, is it because Caitlyn Jenner is running as a Republican? Yes. Jimmy Fallon, on his show, asked the question, are we sure that isn't Donald Trump in a Caitlyn Jenner wig? Now, innocent enough? Sure. But... Run that on a transgender of prominence that isn't Caitlyn, that isn't Republican. What's the narrative? That comedian is transphobic. You just said, are are you sure that's not Donald Donald Trump? Donald Trump's a man. My God. And I mean, haven't we been, haven't we been slapped in the face so long saying that Caitlyn's a woman? If you disrespect the trans community, they will come after you. Unless that trans person is Caitlyn Jenner. Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel, I, I, I don't know what he has. He has something on somebody. Because I'll tell you this, that motherfucker is terrible at his show. He ain't funny no more. He didn't get canceled when he put blackface on and made fun of Carl Malone, flat out made fun of him. Nothing happened. Nothing any come anywhere near him for the man show. If we're going to cancel comedians from 10, 15 years ago, wouldn't the man show be in there? Girls jumping on bikinis or trampolines and bikinis. I love the show. That show was funny. I, I I think that's my biggest problem with all this is is how they just so pick and choose. Do to do to do to do. And and we all see how they're picking and choosing. Comedians are out there. Straight Fire sent me a story. Had to look for it. You just sent me Yahoo News. I had a look. I, I looked for it. I, I found like the headline, and then I had to start the show. Otherwise, I'd be reading it. But how comedians are so worried about going on stage because of the woke society. Well, I'll tell you this right now. The 
you can't have you you can't have that fear. You got to go up there, give them your set. If look, if they're too woke to appreciate it, then fuck them. If it goes viral, fuck it. Good. That's good on you. That means you're gonna chance. The man show seems no different than ninety percent of Japanese game shows. Yet they continue on. Yeah. Oh, it, 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 it's ass This whole thing is ass nine, crazy, whatever the fuck you want to call it, you can call it. Hey, Bubba, go lay down because you're, you're, you're too close to the microphone. People can hear you huffing and puffing. Why don't you go drink some water? Uh, good. Somebody somebody says he's a bigot. Jimmy Kimmel branded transphobic for referring to Caitlyn Jenner as Trump in a wig. Looks like Kevin Hart speaks out on cancel culture. Oh, thank you, Straight Fire. Uh, when did we get a point in life where we we're supposed to be perfect? Well, I, I want to play something for you. I, wa- I want to play something that shows you just how bad things are. I actually, once again, agree completely with Bill Maher about something. I know. The heavens and earth need to open up pretty soon. Um, this was on one of his recent shows. And I uh, this is stuff that I've been saying. And it's amazing that he says this stuff now. Um, Let's see. Go to my page here. Okay. Got this. Are you ready? Here we go. This is so, actually, this is the smartest thing he's ever done. I got to say. If you think America is more racist now than ever, more sexist than before women could vote, and more homophobic than when blowjobs were a felony, (laughs) you have progressophobia. And should adjust your mask because it's covering your eyes. Not that. Kevin Hart expressed a view many hold when he told the New York Times, you're witnessing white power and white privilege at an all-time high. This is one of the big problems with wokeness, that what you say doesn't have to make sense. Bingo. Or jibe with the facts, rubber be challenged, lest the challenge itself be conflated with racism. But saying white power and privilege is at an all-time high is just ridiculous. Higher than a century ago, the year of the Tulsa race massacre. Hello. Higher than the years when the KKK rode unchecked and Jim Crow went unchallenged. Bingo. Higher than the 1960s when the Supremes and Willie Mays still couldn't stay in the same hotel as the white people they were working with. Higher than during slavery. And I mean actual slavery, not Prince doesn't like his record contract slavery. <laughs> because here's the thing, kids. There actually was a world before you got here. Amen. We date human events, A.D. and B.C., but we need a third marker for millennials and Gen Z. B.Y., before you. (laughs) It's telling that in a recent Harvard youth poll of Americans between 18 and 29, 72% of blacks said they were hopeful about the future of America, as compared to only 46% of whites. I'm not surprised. There are a hell of a lot of Americans trying really hard these days to embrace a new spirit of inclusion and self-reflection, and this progressive allergy to acknowledging societal advances is self-defeating, because progress, 
and hope that we can achieve it is the product we're selling. And having a warped view of reality leads to policies that are warped. Black-only dorms and graduation ceremonies, a growing belief in whiteness as a malady and white people as irredeemable, giving up on a colorblind society. Only if you believe we've made no progress does any of that make sense. If you think America... I mean, uh, look, as, as soon as I saw that, I was like, wow, he is he is so right on with that. To say that our society, and I mean, it really, really did kick in. This is the most racist we've ever been. So it's more racist than we had when we had people in shackles. Really? I find that amazing. This is the most sexist time. Really? All-time high number of women's and CEO jobs, things like that. But we're a sexist society. Huh. Hmm. Female Speaker of the House, by the way. Uh, but we're sexist. I know it seems cliche uh, to reference novel 1984, but the dictatorial party of Big Brother erased anything that happened before the party. No history, no culture, music, art, speeches, anything. The millennials and Gen Z uh, maroons are engaging in the same thing and same thinking. Yes. Isn't it funny? I, I, I'd like to point, and I'm glad you brought that up, Ogre. I'm glad you brought up 1984. Isn't it funny how so many people went out and ran out and they read 1984 and they said, see, this is a Trump presidency. A lot of people are saying the same thing now. Well, these are two completely different presidencies. So, Ogre, in your eyes, uh, I, I mean, I, I mean, in your mind, are we closer to 1984, this administration, or previous administration? I would say this administration myself. But it is amazing that we... And, and and here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. I have zero problem with what Jimmy Kimmel said. I, I, I don't care what he said. He was trying to make a joke. It didn't land. Okay? By the way, those are my jokes today. Uh, my, my, my TikTok joke. Why aren't there many Kobe Bryant jokes? They don't land too well. The other one was, what's the best way to get bubble gum out of hair? cancer Jesus Christ uh, there was a great SNL skit from 2016 after Trump got elected with a bunch of white people watching the results with two black dudes the white guy says this is the worst thing <laughs> in American history the black dudes looked at each other like are you fucking kidding me yeah it was a uh, I remember that that's when Chappelle that's when Chappelle was hosting it I'll never forget that I'm watching it going really this is the worst thing to happen to America Okay. See, everybody likes to talk in these grand words. Like, they like to put est on the best. This is the greatest thing to ever happen to America. The worst thing. And maybe they're just the STs. This is the best. This is the worst. That's what people do now. 
I just, look, man, you know about me. I just want consistency. If you're going to cancel people for being transphobic, Jimmy Kimmel needs to be fucking canceled. As a comedian and somebody who loves the First Amendment, I'm here to tell you, he said nothing wrong. He was making a joke. I tell you what, you go back 30 years, uh, get rid of the wokeness. If that was the same joke told by Johnny Carson 30 years ago, it would have killed. Uh, We used to be proud of the changes made in movements towards equality. When did the uh, pride of our effort turn into embarrassment caused by our actions and pushed into a feeling of shame for just being us? Amen. Dave Spelling, Chris Rock. Jesus fed 2,000 people with five loaves of bread and two fish, but Hitler made six million Jews toast. Jesus Christ. Wow. Uh, Blacks have it great. When's the last time you saw two Native Americans together outside of a casino? Look, hey, hey, look. The world is what you, I, I, I don't know, I don't know, like, did did we did we do the Native Americans wrong? Yeah, yeah, but the problem is there was a war going. We wanted the land. We took it over. Sorry, not sorry. I mean, since I mean all the stuff that we've done to them, we gave them shitty land in return. Uh, I, I think we could have treated them better, and in, in, you know, we treat POWs better than we treat the Native Americans. Try not to say the blacks, the blacks. <laughs> uh, I just, I, you can, you look, you can be the victim all the time, some of the time, none of the time. It's all up to you. If you're a victim mentality person, then the world hates you. We all have those traits. We all have our moments where we think the world does hate us. Look, I get it. But not everything is that. Not everything. You're having a bad day. Move on. Don't cancel Jimmy Kimmel. I mean, cancel him because I hate his guts, but it's so stupid. It's just so stupid. Uh, All right. Speaking of stupid, we can't say the word stupid on this show without mentioning Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Remember, she recently put up a tweet about her abuela and how she fell ill in Puerto Rico and how she was living in squalor. She blamed the United States for it. Remember that? And then someone pointed out, well, hey, hon, you have these really expensive places that you live in, and you just bought an $80,000 Tesla. So how about you kick in? Now, AOC's auntie has kicked in. She didn't like it. She says it's a problem here in Puerto Rico with the administration and the distribution of health. It's not a problem with Washington. We had the assistance, and it didn't get to people. Bam! That's your own kin, bitch. 
that's your own auntie saying my niece is a nincompoop. The guy who started the uh, the Make a Wish pay or uh, the Grano, I, I don't know what's it called, GoFundMe page. I guess he made more than a hundred thousand dollars. The family declined the, to accept it. Of course they did. They can't accept that because they know it's not the United States' fault. I know a guy that belongs to the Indian tribe that owns Thunder uh, Valley Casino. He has nothing to do with the casino. However, he's 100% Indian from the tribe, so he gets $50,000 a month from that casino, a check given to him every month. Wow. Damn. Uh, See, this is the problem with both sides of the spectrum. Western civilization has lost any sense of objectivity and inserts themselves into every thought, judgmental moment, and movement. People can't listen or see outside their own prism, and we're fucking ourselves to death. Uh, Bingo. I I would have to agree with that. So many fucking idiots that sent money to that account. (laughs) Make a wish probably more accurate than GoFundMe. No shit, with AOC as your niece, and she didn't even kick down anything? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You've got a representative in your family, and you're not getting shit kicked down? From the government of Puerto Rico, why don't you call your niece and go, hey, they ain't giving me shit. This is a whole family thing. It's like everybody in that family has their hand out. Everybody, including AOC. Christ's sake. If I donated money and got some paella in return, that'd be great. (laughs) All right, let's see. What? No, don't need that. I need this. All right, now this story broke over the weekend. Christopher Sign. He is a, uh, a television reporter who I read the story on him. He seems like what a, what a great guy and dad. This guy had plenty of national opportunity, but he wanted to stay and be able to see his kids go to school and be at their games and things like that and doing a national. He knew he couldn't do that, so he turned it down. Where One like the, the Edward R. Murrow award for news broadcast, which is like one of the highest awards you can win. This guy had it all. And allegedly over the weekend, he committed suicide. He's a former Alabama football player who wrote a book about a secret tarmac meeting between Bill Clinton and then Attorney General Loretta Lynch. It's called Secret on the Tarmac. It was an expose on Bill Clinton. And now this guy has suicided himself.
Uh, ABC 33 released a statement saying to know Chris was to love him. His family was the single most important thing in his life, which is why he ended up returning four years ago. The veteran anchor worked as a reporter in Montgomery, Midland, Odessa, Birmingham, Phoenix, all these places, and did play football at the University of Alabama. He was an offensive lineman. Doesn't sound like a guy that was really giving up. But now, I, I don't know what demons he had. Maybe he did. But isn't this convenient that a book that was written about Bill Clinton, An Enemy of the Clintons, hmm, hmm. So a person with Clinton dirt committed suicide. Is anyone surprised? Not at all. Committed suicide. He was found dead with two self-inflicted gunshot wounds in the back of his head. I, w- I wish they would go into more detail, uh, not really more detail about how, what happened. Let's see, what to know about 33 Anchor found dead. Okay. Uh, da, da, da. Wrote that book, former Alabama player. It, his death is under investigation. Oh, I, I'm sure the medical examiner is going to be visited by a guest this week. I didn't anybody read that book. I, I've never I guess he's back in Alabama. I guess that's where he reported he's a reporter at in Alabama. Oh my God, I didn't even put it together. I read the whole story and just thought why. Never once I thought that he got the Hillary special. Well, that's the Hillary and the Bill. I mean, you look back at Whitewater, people that know the Clintons have a weird way of all killing themselves. You know, if I'm the Clintons, I'm coming out, and I'm like, hey, man, this is really wrecking our self-esteem. Like, everybody we meet hates us. They hate us so much that they want to kill themselves. Well, the Austin statesman had a description, but they refused to give it. Hackers <laughs> revealed the newspaper claim the killer was about 5'5", five, five older lady in a pantsuit, blonde, who wore shoes made from children. <laughs> she had a gun in one hand and a slice of pizza in the other. <laughs> now, that's funny. Uh, let's see. All right. Last. Oh, did you guys hear about this guy in Massachusetts? This lobster, this lobster fisherman. Uh, what's his name? Uh, commercial fisherman says he was swallowed by a whale off the coast of Massachusetts Friday. Made it out alive only with minor injuries. Michael Packett of Wellflit, was released hours later from a Cape Cod hospital following the scary encounter with a humpback whale. He said he was 45 feet deep in the waters down near Provincetown when the attack occurred. He thought the whale was a shock, but realized he was wrong when he didn't feel any teeth or any pain. All of a sudden, I felt this huge shove 
and the next thing I knew, I was completely black. You know us people in Massachusetts. We hate the color black. I was completely inside the beast. It was completely black. I thought to myself, there's no way. My friends are never going to let me live this one down. I'm done. I'm dead. In an effort to save himself, he said he began shaking the whale's head before the animal surfaced and ejected him. I hope he got. I hope he got spit out. You know, imagine that. The, oh God! If he threw him up, ah. the whale was a soldier of Whitey Bulga. Uh, experts say usually humpbacks aren't aggressive. If this really did happen, it was an accident. Oh, oh, it's an accident. Oh, the, the whale swallowed me. Are we going to, like, yeah, bump knuckles? Yeah, are we cool now? Yeah, accident. How do you accidentally swallow somebody? I mean, pretty much, you know that's coming. He got shot out of the blowhole. Stackar, you put up a, a clip of a movie today. Is it Blind Justice or Blind Fury? That looked fucking good. Uh, from what I understand, by the way, there's a streaming movie right now called Infinity or The Infinite with uh, Mackie Mac in the uh, Funky Bunch. I heard you should stay away from it because it's terrible. That, that, that's what I've heard. I ain't getting no whale, Cannibal. I ain't getting no whale, Hannibal. He went to Nibio to preach. Hey. Hey, boss, anybody got a Sam Adams? I got a story to tell you. Oh, so I'm out there. I'm baiting the, the 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 traps and the lobsters, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this whale, this big hump whale, comes up and says, "Whoop!" and swallowed me. So I was in the belly of the beast. Hot mama, happy Monday to you as well. Well, the man was in the whale's home. It's not like the whale grew legs and walked on the beach and ate the man. It was an accident. I'll buy it. The whale was wearing a Yankees jersey, and he held a grudge against that fisherman. Fuck the socks. <laughs> that whale is A-Rod's only fan. Uh, he's going to be fine, by the way. Uh, all right. All right. There we go. Look at that. Look at that, man. We got through the first part of the show. No problem at all. No problem at all. Now, the second part of the show, that's going to be a little different. Why? Well, 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 that's because we got to do this. Oh, yeah. Celebrity-ass death death TV. That's right. We've got cops from all kinds of shows. No superpowers. They're just police officers, okay? That's all they are. 
and I want the best of the best. And hopefully, hopefully the San Francisco Giants don't copy this one as well. All right, here we go. We're going to start things off Big Bang style. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you William Shatner's best TV cop character, probably the only one too, T.J. Hooker. Adrian's med, Heather Thomas, taking on. But, 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 Arnie, you forgot to insert cop here. Red pen, red. <laughs> uh, T.J. Hooker taking on today's tough man, Hank Voigt from Chicago PD. He talks like this. He's a really tough talker. So I asked Gas Family, in a battle between T.J. Hooker and Hank Voigt, Ask Family, who you my God. Good Lord. Jesus, man, you guys are ready to play today. Man, no wasting times on the votes there. T.J. Hooker assassinated Hank Voigt. (laughs) I would have to call him T.J. Sex Worker. (laughs) All right, here we go. Old school, baby. You ready for some old school shit here? This is old school. Uh, Let me put this up here like that. There you go. Frank Columbo. You remember Columbo with the big overcoat? Frank Columbo taking on, who loves you, baby? Kojak. Telly Savalas, bald guy, lollipops. I asked ass family. Frank Colombo versus versus Kojak. Who ya got? Savalas. Actually, Jennifer Aniston's uh, godfather. Yeah, big old Greek fella. Uh, All right. You ready for this matchup, ass family? Here you go. I give you one of the finest working law men in this country. He's a sheriff down in Hazard County, Georgia. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one and only Roscoe P. Coltrane. Taking on uh, Andy Sipowitz, 
The guy on NYPD Blue that liked to show his big fat ass off all the time. So, Roscoe P. Coltrane against Andy Sipowitz, ass family. Who you got? Goo, goo, goo. Stop the fight. Oh, my God. Oh, 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 my God. Oh, dear Lord in heaven. This is a, this is an abundance of ass kicking. My God, I haven't seen a beating like that ever. Roscoe P. Coltrane moves on. No problem. Final matchup of the Eastern Conference. Then we will lead to see who gets on Mount Rushmore. Ask family, this is simple. Who you got between Commissioner Gordon? Commissioner Gordon versus Jim Rockford of the Rockford Files. Commissioner Gordon, Batman, Rockford Files, Jim Rockford. Ask family, who you got? Commissioner Gordon moves on. All right, here we go. First matchup, ask family. I ask you a simple question. Who you got between T.J. Hooker or Kojak? T.J. Hooker, Kojak, ask family. Who you got? ourselves a winner, ladies and gentlemen. Congratulations, T.J. Hooker is on the Mount Rushmore. Will he be the face, though? Or could the face be one of these two men right here? 
Ask family, I ask you a simple question. Roscoe P. Coltrane. And his dog Flash. Messing with them Duke boys. Taking on Commissioner Gordon, who actually had a vigilante do all the work for him. But I did not say that. I'm not trying to steer this in any way whatsoever. Roscoe P. Coltrane, Commissioner Gordon, ass family. Who you got? Train. Roscoe P. Coltrane! Roscoe P. Coltrane! Moves on. All right. Man, oh man. We have a whole other bracket to go, ass family. If you're sitting there going, wait a second. Ah, dot, dot, dot. That's just round one. Round two is going to come up here in just a little bit. Now, remember... Ask family, tomorrow's a huge day on the show. I'm not going to make you wait till 8 o'clock. I'm going to make the announcement as soon as the show opens tomorrow. You don't want to miss being here. Don't want to miss it. Uh, and the only way to be here is arnieradio.com. So there you go. If you want to write me, you can write me at arnieradio1 at gmail.com, or you can always hit me up on Mixler Happy. Monday.
fan boat because it's the season of swamp ass. And Arnie ass. Ah, oh, gross. The Arnie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Arnie Radio. That ought to get you going on this Monday morning. Either that or the big announcement that we're making tomorrow. Gotta say, it's a great weekend. I mean, it all came together. Just gotta, you know, dot some, dot some T's and cross some I's. We're all the way good. Uh, oh, by the way, by the way, I, I, I want to say hi to uh, Hot Stephanie. She sent me a video this weekend, and she goes, this was so funny. These are things Southern grandmothers would say. I found my favorite one, and this has got to be the one that you do not want your Southern grandma to ever say. I swear that child is going to grow up to be on Dateline. I swear that child is going to grow up to be on Dateline. I swear that child is going to grow up to be on Dateline. Yeah, I mean, that, that has so much power to it. Because really, Dateline never has any good stories. They never, buddy, they never put anybody on there for donating to charity. Dateline is always murder, sex, torture, ambush. The guy who looks like a Muppet. You know. Where that child is going to grow up to be on Dateline. I'm- but, but, but I digress. I digress. I, I, I saw that. I, I heard that, and I, I thought that was so funny. So, yes. Yes, I, I, I decided to put it in my sound effect machine. Uh, uh, obviously, we have different trains of thought. Ha, ha, ha. All right. Uh, now, have you noticed, like, all, all the weird networks like TBS and TNT and FX1, they all, it, it seems like they all have one of these goofy-ass shows and I know it started on ABC with probably, what, Wipeout? They have all these shows where everybody's at this water park, and they're running trying to do this course, and they're getting the shit beat out of them, and they're falling into water and all this kind of stuff. Well, NBC was like, hey, hey, uh, hey, we want in on this. And they've come up with a new show. Now, this show sounds pretty cool. It's called Ultimate Slip and Slide. Now, I don't know if anybody still does the slip and slide, but let me tell you what childhood was like here in the South. Slip and slide is any sort of plastic. Any sort of plastic. Don't worry about how much heat, Dad. The the black trash bags conduct from the sun. It's like we're shooting through the yard and boiling our skin off. Arise, good morning to you. Glorious day to you. Happy Monday. Sad you're still in Oklahoma, but hey, that's okay. You're, you're, at least you're not in California. Well, production of the new show, Ultimate Slip and Slide, has come to a, a stop in Simi Valley. Why? Because of explosive diarrhea. 
Diarrhea, cha cha cha. Diarrhea, cha cha cha. Diarrhea, cha cha cha. 2017, 2018, huge water slide set up like San Francisco, Seattle. I wanted to go, but uh, I wanted to go, but wanted to. Uh, now, after this story, I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> Doesn't Jared Ari has a welterweight belt? It's got all the belts, man. Diarrhea is undefeated. Cha-cha-cha. Oh, my God. That is so funny. Please just have one tape of it. Just one. That's all I need. That is so great. By the way, sad day today. Sad, sad day. I, I got to report this. Ned Beatty. The guy who had a squeal like a pig in this movie, Deliverance. He died at 83. Great actor. Tons of Burt Reynolds movies. Stroker Ace, was, he was genius in that. Yeah, Ned Beatty passed away at 83 years old today. Squeal like a pig, boy. God, what an offensive movie. Now, if it, now would that be, would that disqualify a contestant? Let's say that they're doing this water slide. Well, hold on a second. Let me go back. Let, let, wait, disqualified. Let me write the word disqualified down because I'll come back to that. Uh, remember, like, like the dads, they would put up the trash bags because they didn't want to spend the $13 on the, 
on the official Hasbro slip and slide. That is until they realized what was happening. At least the Hasbro had kind of like a, a harder surface on the bottom to where it wouldn't ruin your yard. You got a bunch of kids that are sliding as fast and hard as they can on their yard. It's eating up the grass. Oh, you want to see a mad parrot? You do that in a nice yard. Stroke Race was born to race at a mean street. Two miles wide. But yeah, like like if if one of the contestants like blue ass midair. Would they be disqualified because they use some propulsion device? Because that's going to make you go. If you're up in the air and your ass is pointing and you got the squirts, I mean, that's like nitro. You know, we've all seen a Fast and Furious 2 or 3 or 4. They're having a street race, an illegal one. Somebody hits the nitro. That's all this is. Disqualification immediately. You can no longer be on the ultimate diarrhea slip and slide anymore. And they better use this as their theme song. Diarrhea, cha-cha-cha. Diarrhea, cha-cha-cha. Diarrhea, cha-cha-cha. So fucking funny. So goddamn funny. Oh, 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 no. No. Kim Kardashian... Oh, no. Hey, everybody. Let, let's send good vibes her way, shall we? Shall I, 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 I mean, she failed the baby bar again. <laughs> what an idiot. Oh, what a loser. She has to pass this so she, she can actually take the bar. She wants to get her license, but she's not going to law school. Kim says she failed with a score of 463, which is lower than the 474 she got before. You are an idiot! (laughs) You need a 560 to pass? And you're an idiot. Wow. She says she's not going to stress about it because there are more stressful things going on. You think you think a reality star that wants to turn into a lawyer, she's not going to stress about that? Like the average, I don't know, the average kid that just went to law school, they're going to stress about it. You know why? Because it's their life. If she becomes a lawyer, eh, great. Ooh, look, new Spanx. I mean, she has the attention span of a fucking piece of crap. Wait, so trying to take the shortcut doesn't always pay off? No, no, it doesn't. And you got a lower score this time? Look, look, I'm very proud of something I did as a kid. And it means absolutely nothing to anyone else unless you like to brag on these numbers. When I was in school, this is all before beer and tobacco ever ever came into my life. 
I was able to be in the, the talented and gifted program all the way up until eighth grade, you know, when I was really starting to drink. I got to take the SAT in eighth grade. They wanted to see where I was at. Ten forty. I scored a ten forty on the SAT in eighth grade. Now, when I took it after to get ready for college or to get into college, I could have used that score. And there, there are some schools I could have gotten into. I got a fourteen fifty the second time I took it. So, see, that's the way you're supposed to go, Kim. You're supposed to improve if you're taking a test. You're not supposed to do worse. And by the way, who's going to hire her as a lawyer? I I know that she wants to go and she wants to do prison reform and do all that kind of great stuff and blah, blah, blah. Is all her work going to be pro boner? Bono, sorry, sorry. It would be sans boner because that gigantic ass walks in the room. Great kid says, I'd love to be the one grading her test. Oh, God. Wrong. God, you're dumb. I mean, seriously. By the way, did anybody waste money and get the pay-per-view YouTube fighters this weekend? YouTube uh, TikToker fighting? Along with, and I guess that was a different night than the, or it might have been the same night, is Lamar Odom and Aaron Carter. I only knew that Aaron Carter was like one of the, the Backstreet Boys' brothers. I didn't know he had his own career. By the way, he got the shit beat out of him. That's what happens when you take on a guy who's like 6'10", dude. He's got something that's called reach. You ain't ever going to get a punch in, dumb fuck. Ah, in her defense, Kim had the COVID when she took the test the second round. Well, in in not only less of her defense, she got the COVID when she flew a bunch of her friends to a fucking island to have her birthday party. That's where she got the COVID. Remember, she got it, or she got it a second time, or possibly, possibly. She's lying. And you motherfuckers need Jesus. Yes. Yes, you motherfucking Kardashians, you do need Jesus. So, Kim, did you did you have COVID or are you lying? Don't change the subject. Just answer the fucking question. Arnie, leave Brittany alone. I mean, Kim. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I don't know why, why do you do, why do you want to be a lawyer? This th- th- this family has the weirdest goals set. Remember when Rob Kardashian, that piece of shit, he's on our he's on our douchebags of 2021. He wanted to design socks. Who wants to design socks? I, I mean, I, I know that socks were, were kitschy for a little while.
but nobody wants to spend fifty dollars on a pair of socks because th- th- they're socks. You don't have to have them. They're nice. I can go. It, it, you want to spend fifty dollars on a, a pair of socks? I can get you like nineteen, twenty, thirty, forty pair for that. Idiots. She already made more money being a bimbo than her dad ever did as a lawyer. Amen on that. She blamed it on the kids. There's a shocker. Ugh, she is just such a rotten human being. That entire clan of them is. You see, I, I saw somewhere where uh, where Caitlyn Jenner said, well, it was easier to come out as a woman than a Republican in the house. And I imagine it was a joke, but not really. I mean, you got to think, Bruce Jenner did do a lot for him when he was their daddy back then. That motherfucker gets zero credit. Zero. Hey, whatever. I don't even know if the young ones realize that that's their actual biological father. I think they, they want to be Kardashians so bad. Oh, all right, enough about Kim Kardashian. Let's talk about super rich people. I, I, I know that she is super rich, but she's nowhere near Richard Branson, Jeff Bezos rich. These two idiots, I, th- this is what I don't get. They want to go to outer space bad. Why do people want to go to outer space so bad? You can't get out. Okay, th- th- this is like, this is like, Driving to a city and just driving around the city and then coming home. Okay? It don't make no sense to me. This is taking a round trip on an airplane and never getting off. Well, that was fun. We got to see some of America. Now, Richard Branson says, I want to beat Bezos to space, moving up Virgin Launch. Now, I can't think that billionaires who are trying to rush a space program is the best idea. I, 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 I'm just saying, I don't think that the rush to get into space, and by the way, you're not first. Who the fuck cares when you get into space? Elon already beat you. These two guys. Like, I, I, I don't know what this fascinating can it do, is anybody out there. Seriously, is it what is the fascination with like riding up into space, then like hanging out? You you don't get to go to the International Space Station and stretch your legs. It's not a rest stop like when you first get into a state and you want to pull maps. They don't have like the Milky Way. You know, you, you don't see who's performing in the amphitheater. There are no KOAs up there. For Christ's sake, it didn't even pass a Stuckies. You go up and you go down. Yep. Very 
better start rewriting all the dead astronaut jokes. Tim, I am ready. Oh, I am ready, willing, and more than able. Oh, I can't wait to say what was the last thing Jeff Bezos said to his brother. Oh, wait, his brother's going to be on the plane. His, his wife or mistress. Honey, you feed the dog and cat. I'll feed the fish. Oh, man, I love the experience of escaping gravity and getting perspective of the Earth. Sounds corny, I know, but it'd be a lifelong dream fulfilled. It's not our space, no pun intended. Why uh, are we re-racing to be the first to take it over first? I have no idea, probably. I, I Look, I, I get it. I get that there is some appeal to it. But, man, th- th- to me, though, it, I get it. But to me, it's like visiting someplace I don't want to visit. I understand why you want to go, but eh, to me, that'd be like visiting Iraq. There, I don't understand. Well, you're Iraqi. You're part Iraqi. Okay. But it's still Iraq. Okay, I don't want to go visit. Once again, no Stuckies, no amphitheater, no KOA there. Not interested. The last thing Richard Branson told his wife, honey, you shower here. I'll wash up on shore. Oh, I'm ready. I am ready. Now, this next story, I'm very, very intrigued. And maybe we can, maybe ask family, this is what we do today. We come up with what the dirty laundry is. Because... Our favorite duchess to hate more than life itself, Meghan Markle, head of the Markle family. Her fucking daddy is at it again. Her biological daddy. Her and her daddy do not like one another. Wasn't even invited to her wedding. Nope. Thomas Markle. Uh, did an exclusive interview after the birth of his granddaughter, Lilibet. 60 Minutes uh, this Sunday will air the, oh, I guess they did it last night. Markle threatened to expose her dirty laundry. You want dirty laundry? This is the first time we've ever discussed these things, he told the reporter. He's confused at why their great relationship broke down. Dude's never met Harry or his grandchildren. He says, I've made mistakes. I apologize a hundred times for him. However, he said, he's confused to his why no longer she speaks to him. If I had done something terribly wrong, that'd be fine, but I haven't. All right, so as family. This is, a, this, this is one of those tough ones here. Let's see if I can find the uh, you make the call. And, and, and we'll go through a couple of these. We'll go through a couple of these. I can't find the you make the call. So this one. Damn it, that crap. No, it's not over there. That's Kill Bill. 
That's weird. I know I'll find it later. Oh, there it is. You make the call. What's the dirty laundry? What is the dirty laundry? What do you think it is that he could expose that would be so bad? Now, if he utters a phrase... I'm writing the phrase down. Then I'll understand it. And see, this is what I'm afraid. I, I Well, I'm not afraid for him. I'm afraid her response will, will go to one that garners sympathy and stuff. If he utters the phrase, where do you think she learned how to suck dick like that? If he says anything like that, everybody's back on her side. Maybe she killed puppies. I, I, I don't know what it is. National security, the culture that controls space, will control the world. Really, she doesn't have a good relationship with her dad just in time for Father's Day. She doesn't fuck on the first date, and he personally knows this. <laughs> I want to know, like, like, what is it? What could Meghan Markle have done that her dad is so quiet about? She doesn't even talk to him because, and and that to me is that to me is one of those passive aggressive things. That daddy knows something about you that you don't want anybody to know, and you would rather not not talk to him at all. That way, when he does blurt out whatever it is, you can go. I didn't even say anything to you. I, 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 It can't be that she has a dick, because I mean she's already she's she's giving birth, so that can't be it. Maybe she was once in a Fight Club. I, I I'm not sure. Oh, she had an abortion at seventeen. That's my guess. Or maybe she had multiple. Ooh, I like that multiple abortions. See, the women, though, they're still going to have her side. Her body, her choice. That, that, that That one's a good one right there. Oh. What if she Casey Anthony for a little? Ooh. Meghan Markle's daddy is going to reveal who molested Corey Feldman. He's typing, he's hyping the pay-per-view event. I saw a video this weekend of when Corey Feldman was on the Today Show. He did that fucking performance, and it just it sucked. I, I I'll tell you the, this right here. It it this one it sucked. It, it sucked lion balls. That's how bad this was. I'll never forget seeing it. I laughed so hard at it. I thought it was the funniest thing ever. And then, like, he went into hiding for a couple days because everybody was just shitting on him. And today's show's like, oh, we got we to get him back. That, I, I will say this right now. 
I uh, guarantee they had somebody working at the day today show that knows me. And they're like, oh, we have to get him back on. This guy is a fucking nut. And then he came back on, he did a different song, and it was even worse. Like, he's still trying to perform. He's still trying to shop. Who touched him? Uh, God damn, Ogre, stop being so funny. You're making the rest of us look stupid. Tim, take it up with Arnie. He pays me in Waffle House biscuits and gravy to be funny. Who what? Yeah. Oh, I could go for some biscuits and gravy. That sounds good in a motherfucker. I'm making steak, though, tonight. Making some ribeyes tonight. I just, I'm so tired of this Meghan Markle broad. I mean, she is one of the she is one of the main leaders of the woke society. <gasps> oh, maybe she calls her mom the N word, because she has a pass, right? Meghan Markle has a pass. Yep. That you know what? That could be what it is. She drops it all the time. I like it. I like that a lot. She even probably calls Harry that. How great would it be if she was like a total hood rat behind closed doors? Like she sounded like Cardi B or something. Oh, car. By the way, where did she go? Not that I miss her. I, I'm just glad she's gone. She's floated away just like fucking Post Malone sorry ass. What a glob of shit that guy is. By the way, for a second year now in a row, 7-Eleven's free Slurpee Day will last the entire month of July. It starts on July 17th. However, the pandemic, blah, blah, blah. The company has decided to repeat the month-long giveaway this year to celebrate its 94th anniversary. And I will say this right now. The best Slurpees I've ever had in my entire life at the corner of Alberta and Watt, or Greenback, if you will. Greenback, you head all the way out to Watt. There's a 7-Eleven that's right there on the corner. The Long John Silver. There's all kinds of crap around there. The one you want to focus on is that 7-Eleven. That's our man Stackar 7-Eleven. Best Slurpees on earth. Uh, She hasn't floated away. Uh, She dropped a verse on her husband's new album uh, this weekend, and she's back on top of the charts. Oh, well, thank you. I I, I do appreciate that. And, you know. Where that child is going to grow up to be on Dateline. There you go, Hot Stephanie. Since you sent me that. Good, good. Cardi B has not gone away. Yay. And the Migos have a new record coming out. Yay. More mumble rap. Jesus. Yeah, there you go. So free Slurpee Day's coming up, people. Uh, Other deals include $1 roller grill items for the month. 
Hell yes. Give me some of them taco and cheese taquitos, bitches. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for that sound effect. I had the cheeseburger stick one time. Are you supposed to eat that with a bun, or is that just you eat that like the 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 buffalo the buffalo chicken stick is actually pretty really really pretty good. By the way, I had a gas station tuna sandwich yesterday. Oh, how I've missed you. See, here's the thing. Down here in the south, a lot of the gas stations, like where you get the great tuna sandwiches, this was a Hillshire Farm. This was a kind of fancy tuna salad. You know, I'm used to going to like Circle K or, or someplace like that. 7-Eleven and those AMP and places, they make their own. It's okay. I like the shit that's made in a factory and just slapped together on two pieces of bread. And uh, I, I love them. Love them. It's so good. But most of, the, most of the gas stations down here have their own sandwich areas. Like the gas stations down here are huge. So whenever I find one of these hole-in-the-wall gas stations, I always look in there. Yeah. So there you go. By the way, 7-Eleven's tuna is not too bad. Pretty good. I like it better than AMPM's. Uh, AMPM only has one thing that I will choose when they have it. When they have that bratwurst with cheese in it, god damn, that's good. <laughs> Gas station tuna sandwich. You're one of them high state gamblers, I see. Dude, those things are so good. Chicken salad every now and then. Like if I'm in, I will not eat egg salad though. And I don't know why. I love eggs. Like, eggs are one of my favorite foods, but I will not eat egg salad. I'll eat deviled eggs all day long. Yeah, years and years of gas station food is exactly why you're immune to the COVID. You can't kill, if it can't kill you, neither can COVID. Man, I don't know why everybody's got to hate so much on gas station food. There's some fine folks that work at these plants who are slapping these sandwiches together. I give it up to them. Thank you for feeding America. And by America, I mean me. Okay. Now, there's something that's coming out, and I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think. I need some help, ass family. In one of the greatest movie sagas of all time has got to be uh, uh, th- it, ha- it, it just has to be this franchise no no we're not doing celebrity ass death match right now we're talking about rock alright on November 11th of this year Sylvester Stallone has announced and confirmed that there is a new, updated version of Rocky IV. Rocky IV, the one where it's America against Russia. There's a new movie poster for it. There you go, you can scroll down. 
I just got a gas station egg sandwich in a couple months uh, a couple months ago. They use white bread so it soaks up all the juices. Yeah. Egg salad is the one I will eat. Okay. Dude, that movie earned three hundred million dollars when it was first released in nineteen eighty five. So what they're saying now is that this one is going to have a uh, more of a story about Apollo, which I, I love because, and I will when I see this movie in the theater, I will be wearing an Apollo Creed T-shirt. Yes, yes, that is true. I think there's going to be a little bit more of a story about Drago. I can't wait. I, 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 I'm, I, I'm, I'm pumped up about this. I want to see the director's cut of Rocky IV. Hopefully there's going to be some sort of clubber lane in there somehow. I would love to see that. That would, boy, that would be the shizzle. What happens in the reboot? Rocky punches down the Berlin Wall. No, I I think all the all the stuff from the first one is going to be the same, but they're gonna blow up. That they, they're not gonna have. I don't think that stupid fucking robot scene's gonna be in there. This one must be for the Russian market where Rocky loses. I don't see anything in there. I don't see any storyline that they're going to change it to Rocky Lou. Because if that's the case, bullshit. Uh-uh. What's it, Rocky going to lose to a Chinese heavyweight next? A Chinese heavyweight. That's a fucking oxymoron. Uh-huh. All right, so we got the Rocky story. Now, there's another movie they're talking about making, and I, I did this story because I knew that Tommy would be very, very excited about this, but Tommy is not here today. Tommy will be with us tomorrow when we make our ginormous announcement. But according to reports out there, Peter and Bobby Fairley are set to produce... And there's active development on it. A sequel to Kingpin. It's the one where Woody Harrelson had the rubber hand. Uh, let's see. Uh, said to be deep. Uh, that includes uncertainty of whether the Fairley brothers will also write and direct Kingpin 2. From what I understand... Um, I think this is supposed to be more about the Bill Murray character of, of Big Earn McCracken. Cue disappointment sound effect. Uh, direct sequel that catches up with Harrelson's Roy Munson and Girl Claudia. In real time is all the starting point you need for Kingpin 2. Another scheme involving the pro bowling world is a fine playground for the Fairleys. 
Good, good. They said they don't even want to try to go for a PG-13 rating. They're going for the R one. Don't pull a Munson. That's awesome. <laughs> Dude, I, I remember the first time I saw Kingpin. I laughed at it, and I thought it was funny. Kingpin's one of those movies that you have to see like three or four times to get all the jokes. And it is so funny. It is very funny. And the way they pick on Reno. Oh, it's, it, it's, it's glorious. It is a glorious movie. And if this movie is truly about Ernie McCracken, I, 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 I can't wait. I, I'm excited about that. And they're saying Randy Quaid, due to Randy Quaid being kind of a nut, probably not going to be a part of this one. Even though he is running for California governor. Or thinking about it, at least. Last story is about a total shitbird. Wow, Jennifer Woodley, 40-year-old wife and mother. Also, a one-time CEO of the Make-A-Wish Foundation in Iowa. Has pled guilty to stealing tens of thousands of dollars that was intended to help sick and dying kids. This person struck a a plea deal with prosecutors that will allow her to avoid any jail time for her three felonies. Wait a second. What, What is she giving up? Does she know who killed JFK or something? She pled guilty to three felonies, two counts of first-degree theft, one count of fraudulent practices. Under the deal, prosecutors will recommend a sentence of five years probation, as well as fines and restitution. i tell you this right now. Don't get caught on the streets. If I was her, I'd move from fucking Iowa as soon as I could. Took the liberty of milking her cow this morning. She sure is a stubborn one. Took a while to get warmed up, but then pow, all at once. We don't have a cow. We have a bull. Goddamn, that was funny. Changing the horseshoes. Uh, what kind of scumbag steals money from dying kids and gets no jail time? Oh, no, you don't get to vote ever again. Oh, wait, we, d- we don't have anything that will fucking see that you are voting, so it doesn't matter. You've, you're convicted on three felonies. You got five years probation for stealing money from dying kids. Even I have a limit. And I got to say, that is way over it. Like when they're when they're doing a telethon helping dying kids, like sick kids, I'll because I'll, they're just sick. I'll crank all those, but a dying kids telethon, even even I won't go there. This gal just flat out stole from them. Boy, there is a you are in the porta potty in hell. That's where you are. 
and you're in it. Like, I mean, you're you're under the seat. That's your place in hell. She getting a sentence longer than the kid she stole from? Nope. Like, I mean, I even let John Cena off the hook because of all the amazing things he does for Make-A-Wish. And this broad stealing the money. You know what she should have to do? She should have to watch 10 straight minutes of John Cena interviews. She will have the gun in her mouth by minute three. I just mentioned wrestling. By the way, today's T-shirt. What's up? Check it out. Wrestling t-shirt, of course. Uh, last night on A&E was a two-hour episode of uh, the WWE's uh, most treasured shit that they're trying to. And everything that I've checked on the internet says that they are working to build a permanent Hall of Fame and museum, possibly in Orlando. Meaning that I will have to go to Florida at least one more time in my life. I may not ever get to the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York. I will be damned if I don't go to the W to the Wrestling Museum and Hall of Fame. Be damned. But last night was all Andre the Giant stuff. I got to see Andre the Giant wrestle in person one time. He was wrestling at the Sportatorium. He teamed up with the Iceman King Parsons. Have mercy. Took on the fabulous Freebirds. Took on Buddy Roberts and Terry Bam Bam Gordy. It wasn't a very long match because, and and, and we had really bad seats that night because we didn't get them till late. And I told my dad all week, we got to go down there. We got to get tickets early, Dad. Andre's in town. Yeah, we'll be fine. We got tickets. We're way up high. You could still see how big fucking Andre was. Man, oh, man. Oh, no! you know what, Tim? Under the toilet seat with contraption that holds her face and mouth open. How about this one? How about this? We place her in hell's urinal trough, and she's got to hold the mint in her mouth. She should apologize in Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. By the way, we haven't heard much from John Cena lately, have we? Haven't seen a lot of those fucking uh those 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 uh those tax fixing ads or the, not tax credit fixing apps ads where he's riding the cow. Haven't seen a bunch of those this weekend. Nah, she's probably into that. Well, yeah, most likely. Stealing from Make-A-Wish kids. Well, that is low. It, I mean, it, that, that, that's probably the lowest you can go right there. Man. I mean, that's worse than, you know, Joe Biden never visiting a fucking kid's cancer ward. There's no hair to smell.
Mm-hmm. I went there. I went there again. Ooh, new shows announced at Billy Bob's. Let's see. Neil McCoy, Herb McGoy's going to be there. Uh, let's see. Uh, Leonard Skinner, no, ain't going to see them. No, not going to see some Tejano band. Steve Earle, no. Kenny Wayne Shepard, no. JP Can, no. Lone Star, no. No. Oh, Neil McCoy. Oh. Cheap Trick. Oh, I wouldn't mind seeing Cheap Trick there. How much are those tickets? How much Cheap Trick? Oh, 45, 65. That ain't bad. No, that's, that's not bad at all. Wouldn't mind seeing them. $20 just to walk in. I'd go do that. That'd be the way to go. Well, to be fair, they aren't going to need any money where they're going. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, all right, let's do this. Let's get to round two, shall we? Think about it. Roscoe P. Coltrane, T.J. Hooker, they are on the Mount Rushmore. They survived the gauntlet. Who will join them next? Let's get it on. We will find out now. First matchup, Ass Family. I give you a true legend of law enforcement, television cop extraordinaire. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Cordell Walker, Texas Ranger, taking on a man who had to battle Urkel all the time. Yeah, sure, he was great in Die Hard, but no, this ain't Die Hard. I give you Carl Winslow, Cordell Walker, Texas Ranger. Against Carl Winslow. Ass family. Who ya got? Hey, hey, hey. It's Fred Albert. <laughs> and I'm going to sing a song for you. And Bill's going to show you a thing or two. This is Bill Cosby coming at you with music and fun. And if you're not careful, you may learn something before it's done. Oh, he tried, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Carl Winslow gave it his best, but Walker, Texas Ranger, moves on. Next matchup. Boy, this one is going to be contentious. I have special music for this one. Here we go. Ask family in a matchup. TV cops. 
I give you the two that started a show that's about to hit episode 500 next season. Olivia Benson versus Elliot Stabler. Law and Order SVU. Olivia, Elliot, who ya got? Stop that fight. Elliot Stabler won easy. It's not fair to pit them against each That's the only way to do it. Elliot Stabler moves on. All right, here we go. Ask family, you ready? I give you the man that cleaned up the streets of Miami originally. He did so by wearing pastels and linen and driving a Corvette that was shaped into a Ferrari until the Ferrari people sued him, and then he got that kick-ass white Testarossa. I give you Sonny Crockett from Miami Vice taking on that ginger who would have burned alive in the heat of Miami. I give you Horatio Cain from CSI Miami. Sonny Crockett, Horatio Cain, ass family. Who you got? Crockett moves on. Final matchup, and then we will figure out who is going to be on Mount Rushmore. I, I, I hope you guys are enjoying this one as much as me. Oh, man. This show's been on for 20 years. I love this guy. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Mark Harmon's character from NCIS, Leroy Jethro Gibbs taking on a man I grew up with idolizing, riding a motorcycle on the mean streets of California. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Officer Frank Poncharello. Leroy Jethro Gibbs against Frank Poncharello. Ass family, who ya got?
battles of all time. Frank Poncherello beats Leroy Jethro Gibbs. All right, here we go. Time to get him into the final four. Ask family, our first matchup is easy. I, I, I shouldn't say that because it's not. It, it, I, I'm not going to lie to you. First matchup is Cordell Walker, Texas Ranger, taking on Elliot Stabler, SVU. Law and order. Ass family. Walker, Stabler. Who ya Oh, dear God, stop the fight. He has a family. My God, he has a family. He's dead. He's dead. Ass family. Uh, our way, uh, Walker. Cordell Walker makes it to the Mount Rushmore. He will be taking on the winner of this matchup. This is the hardest matchup I've ever seen on the show, I got to say. I, I honestly have to say. The star of Miami Vice, Sonny Crockett. Man, oh man, was he cool. Taking on, by the way, that that show saved the Ray-Ban company. True story. Sonny Crockett taking on part of the group. They, They were Seven Mary Three. That was their name. No, that was that was John. I think he was Seven Mary Two or Seven Mary Four. Frank Poncherello. Frank Poncherello versus Sonny Crockett. Ask family, who ya got? Crockett beat Frank Poncherello. Oh, my God. So, Mount Rushmore of TV cops. T.J. Hooker. Roscoe P. Coltrane. Cordell Walker, Texas Ranger. And Sonny Crockett. Whoa. That, that, that right there, that's one of the greatest Mount Rushmores we've ever done. And we will have a face to that. Once we continue here on the show that everybody steals from, the show that's going to have a huge amount announcement tomorrow, the 
best podcast all over. The Arnie State Show.
Stakes Show at ArnieRadio.com. The Arnie Stakes Show at ArnieRadio.com. The Arnie Stakes Show at ArnieRadio.com. The Arnie Stakes Show at ArnieRadio.com. You said it, man. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. Nobody. Arnie Radio. Uh, Douglas says, man, I was in the meeting. I missed the death match. All right, well, here's the final four. Mount Rushmore has been created. You can still put your, your, your two cents in on where they should go. T.J. Hooker, Roscoe P. Coltrane, Cordell Walker, Texas Ranger, and Sonny Crockett in Miami Vice. There you go. We'll get to that here in uh, just a little bit here on this Monday. Remember, tomorrow's a big day. Tommy's going to be here tomorrow. And, of course, the enormous announcement ready to make tomorrow. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. Now, look, at one time we were all 14 years old. Okay, we, we made bad decisions. Now, there are bad decisions, and then what you are out of your fucking mind decisions. Like, I, like you went to a, if you went to a convenience store, you might pocket, I don't know, a candy bar, maybe. Maybe you could try for bigger, but candy bar, you're pretty safe being able to steal that, right? That's okay. Well, not this 14-year-old. 14-year-old, of course, down in Florida. He decided that he wanted to try and steal a $200,000 Lamborghini. Now, the guy who has this, it's kind of like the SUV version of a Lamborghini. So, the guy's kind of a queef. That, that owns this. So it's sitting in his gay garage, and all of a sudden, he's in the house, and he hears it kick on. He's like, wait a second, that's weird. That sounds like my Lamborghini. And the only person who drives my Lamborghini is me. He went running out there. The car is being driven away. So what'd he do? Motherfucker got on a scooter. And he chased after the culprit. Now, here's the good news. The boy jumped out of the car uh, just a few blocks away, took off. Neighbor saw the kid running from the officers and, and talked to him. He said, I just stole a Lamborghini just now. I don't have a license. I can't drive. The bystander said, look, man, just turn yourself in. They'll, they'll go a lot easier on you. Just turn yourself in. Moments later, officers showed up on the other side of the fence, pointing a gun at both of them. The teen was taken into custody. The owner got his car back. Now, look, why would you think it's okay to steal a 200 Well, first of all, it's not okay to steal anything. Why would you think it's okay? Yeah, it, but he, it's the Lambo SUV. This announcement bigger than uh, yeah. Tim, you're not gonna get anything out of me. It's weird sounds. So there you go. Uh, 
dude, he, he's still living. And, and I love the, the conversations. The first one. Now, first of all, let, let me say this right now. The owner of the Lamborghini only has to be guilty of having chosen a Lamborghini SUV and still paid $200,000 for it. Why would you get, uh, if you're going to spend $200,000 on a Lamborghini, why would you get the SUV version? If he's a larger person, that's still stupid. Get a Cadillac. The first person says, who leaves the keys to a car like that in their garage? Hey, 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 stupid fuck. You're missing the point. The kid stole a car. Somebody says, arrest mom and dad. No. Arrest the fucking 14-year-old. Mom and dad probably gave him the gave him instructions how to make good decisions. And this kid's a little hoodlum. He made bad decisions. Toss his ass in the hooskow. Stealing a Lamborghini. Well, I tell you what, you did not fuck around when it came to breaking the law. Grand Theft Auto? Jesus. Uh, Ogre says, adios familia, got a jet, have a glorious Monday. Hey, you too, pal. Dick. Dick kid. Uh, I have the kids like that in a car. Shut up, bitch. You know what? Oh, I can't comment because I guess I just go... This person's name is Kelly B. Shut up, bitch. This is the one I'd like to do them. <laughs> uh, so shut up, bitch. You shut your face. If we want to hear you talk, I will shove my arm up your ass and work your mouth like a puppet. Damn right. Richard says, I started doing time at 14. I turned out okay. Hey. Hey, I, I, look, man. I, I'm not saying it's going to be the best thing for him, but hey. Motherfucker wants to steal a Lamborghini. Stupid ass. Motherfucker, you're going to get turned out in the big ass. Jeepers. Is that floor? Wait, 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 wait. Check out. Where's that story? Hold on a second. Did I not put that story in there? Hmm. Why do I have this? A man who was gunned down, gunned down 69-year-old woman and her one-year-old grandson inside a Florida supermarket had posted about wanting to kill people and children on social media. The man was never reported to law enforcement. That's lovely. So the dude goes on social media, says, I'm going to kill a bunch of people, and nobody says anything. Isn't it amazing? Isn't, isn't it truly amazing that somebody can post something like that, that they're going to kill people, including children, on social media, and nobody will say a word? But you put one disparaging word up there about God Fauci, or Joe, or Kamala, or the mighty, and dreaded, and horrible COVID-19, you're going to get warnings and stickers and things saying this can't be true, this can't be true, but, but you're, this is going to go unchecked. Don't give me community standards, okay? 
if you're if you're fact checking all the political stuff due to community standards, well, when a guy goes on there and says he's going to murder children, isn't that also against community standards? I, I, I truly do hate the way that Facebook itself, all they do is they pick and choose, pick and choose, pick and choose what they want to fight that day. I hate them. Rob Wiggle accuses his strange wife of planting hidden camera in his home and stealing money. That's weird. All right, what else we got? Oh, A-Rod reunited with his ex-wife after the Benefer drama. All right, so he's taken back an ex. Good for him. Paris Jackson says she has severe paranoia from paparazzi. She also suffers severe paranoia from talent. Judge Hall's Biden race-based farmers initiative. Sex ed. Oh, I got that story. Okay. Jesus Christ. Man, when you hear a story like this, you have to stop on it. Here's the headline. North Korean defector says even North Korea was not this nuts after attending Ivy League school. She goes on to say, I expected I was paying uh, this fortune all this time and energy to learn how to think but they are forcing you to think the way they want you to think. I realized, wow, this is insane. I thought America was different, but I saw so many similarities to what I saw in North Korea that I started worrying. The similarities included anti-Western sentiment, collective guilt, and suffocating political correctness. I would like to point out, this is just, Somebody from North Korea saying, whoops, the flags are out there. Okay. Hey, look, I, I, I'm done. I, I'm done with the political back and forth with the right and the left. Both sides are bad, yes. But I would have to say that over the last, especially five, six, seven years, I can no longer handle the left. I, I don't know if I can be fair anymore because all they've done is gear us right into a communist society. They want a ruling class, them, then some elites, and they will put us in our place. And if we speak out of turn, meaning we say something that's out of color, you will be canceled. Now, once they get their ways, being canceled means you will be killed. Look, I, I, I'm sorry to be the one pointing this out to you. This is why, this is why you people, the Ass family, 
and I know that you guys aren't all that we have to get society back on track. This is where we need to start speaking up. If you go to a comedy show and somebody starts to heckle the 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 comedian for being raunchy or something like that, or, oh, are you a homophobe? Something like that. Yes, I know that the comedian's going to be able to eviscerate that person. But I, 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 I would even dare you, the individual. I'm not telling you to do this. I'm just kind of daring you in a way. Tell that person to shut the fuck up. You're, you didn't pay your money to hear them. You paid your money to hear the person on stage. Shut the fuck up. I think more people need to come up with the, hey, shut the fuck up. Because you don't have a problem with what the comedian's saying because you went there to have a good time. Have a few laughs. You didn't go in there with an agenda all ready to pounce. It's about time somebody starts saying, shut the fuck up. It's too easy to say, oh, you should get the fuck out because, oh, I will. So, you, no, you won't. They, they aren't going to get out. Yep. Amen, brother. Re-education camps turn into internment camps and then turn into death camps. Bingo was her name. And they want you. See, this. look, I understand health care is at a premium. It's hard to get. That's why everybody thought, oh, this is so great that the government's going to provide it. Nope. No. See, the government, look, I, I look at our federal government, not the actual agents of it, but eh, pretty much the, the agents without naming names. They treat you like we're in a big prison, like America is a big prison. And these politicians, whenever they do something for you, what they're waiting to do later is rape you in the shower. Nobody in Washington does anything out of the goodness of their heart. They will always, and I mean always, use it against you. And right now with the wrong people in power, Bad things are happening. I talked to a friend of mine in Montana this weekend. Chatted with him online. Got back and forth. We both, we both had the agreement that we cannot believe we still have more than three years of this idiot in charge. Biden talked some shit about Putin calling him a murderer or something like that. I was like, oh, that's dumb. And Putin came back. And, and let me tell you, Putin, you hit this one out of the park. When he said in Russian, yeah, it takes one to know one. Oh, daddy. I mean, shit. This guy is going to chew up Joe Biden. It's a good thing they aren't doing a press conference together because just the looks alone, if I was a world leader and Joe Biden's talking and we get one of one of these crazy, 
crazy fucking... I promise you, the president has a big stick. I'm going to fucking look like, what the hell did he say? And then hope that the vice president is somewhere around. Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. Joe, pay attention. Yeah, pay attention, Joe. Is Jill going to that meeting with you? If they were in the same room, I half expect him to go over there and punch him in the face and say, there's your role model. See, I I think it's going to be worse. I think Putin's going to take him down. He's going to sweep the leg just so he can fucking do the old primate trick of putting his balls on fucking Joe Biden's forehead. How would Secret Service have to react to that? Would they have to try to accost Vladimir Putin? Or try to restrain him? I'm just wondering, because then you got the Russians that get involved, and, and, and those Russian dudes are always big, and they're always bad, and they have terrible facial hair. Personally, what I think, I, should, I, I, I think that we, we, whenever we're negotiating with other countries, we should send pro wrestlers there, cut promos, do that kind of shit. Because, see, it'll fire up America. You imagine Ric Flair over there? Talking to President Z in China. Woo! How can you argue with the 16-time high fly? (laughs) Oh, God. If that happens, I hope it happens on live TV. That would be badass. Or Putin goes, "Uh, excuse me, Mr. President. I was just wondering if you knew what the capital of China was. Bangkok? <laughs> that would be funny. That would, now see, that shit's funny. You know that shit's funny. Uh, something that isn't funny. I, you know, see stories all the time. And you hear people talk about large breed dogs. Okay? And some people are fine with them. Some people are terrified because they're dogs. I get it. I, I, Hey, if you weren't a dog person growing up, I totally get it. But there are cities in this country where it's illegal to own certain breeds of dogs, including but not limited to German Shepherds, Rottweilers, and, of course... The dreaded and most evil dog on earth, the pit bull. By the way, that was all completely sarcastic. Oh, that's the capital of Thailand, genius? Okay, good, good, good. Oh, that's right. That's why it's not called Bang Cunt. That's it. Hangover tooth. Um, and there are people that, that will report you if you have these large breed dogs. They're terrified of them because they look at them. They look frightening. 
once again, something that is never, ever mentioned. You look at top dog bites by breed, you never see those dogs that I just mentioned up there. You see the little nippy dogs, the little Shih Tzus, the little fucking Yorkies, all that kind of shit. And, of course, the little shitbag Chihuahuas or Chihuahuas. woman named Kelsey Simon trip to get her eyelashes done ended in the worst possible way. According to her, normal lash lady was booked, so she went to a lash tech who worked out of her home and had a pet chihuahua. Kelsey says the dog jumped up on her lash while she was getting her lashes done, and everything was fine. But when she was done, she said she sat up and the dog was on the floor looking at her. Then out of nowhere, it happened so fast I didn't have time to pull back. He jumped up and Racha, he bit her eyelid off. The damn thing bit her fucking eyelid off. Look, 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 you can peruse some of the damn pictures. I I put the thing up. Okay, there she was before, attractive. Okay, good. Now she's warning. Holy shit. She got her eyelash ripped the fuck off. That is gar- Oh, there's one without it. There's one without it. There's one without it. Yuck, 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 yuck. Oh, goddamn. Dog ripped her eyelash off. Kelsey was getting her last done for a birthday trip to Hawaii. Ain't going there. She says, I'm so lucky he didn't grab onto my actual eye because that could have been a thousand times worse. I don't know. I I don't know. Could take up to a year to heal. They were able to reattach it. Uh, What happened to the dog? Because I'm I'm just going to tell you this right now. Let's say I'm this gal's husband. I'm going to drive over to that uh, last place, and I love animals. You rip my damn, yeah, look, I, I might have to spike the chihuahua. Chihuahua might be going into the old fucking microwave. Yeah, but those dogs never send somebody to the hospital with life-threatening bites. Oh, never mind. I stand corrected. Oh, it, oh, that's fucking awful. And those little dogs do that, man. They fucking, little dogs are terrorists. You will not see me ever go around a fucking wiener dog. I fucking hate wiener dog. I got bit by one as a kid. I went to go pet it, and it bit me on the arm. Thank God we knew the people. Otherwise, I was going to have to get fucking rabies shots. You think I'm pleasant now? Wait till after I get my damn shots in the stomach. 40 of them a day. Suddenly, I'm selling that dog to North Korea. Oh, yeah, fuck. That dog might be in a fucking trash compactor. Now, listen. Hey, if you're in the Massachusetts area, my buddy Rain, he's up there right now. Rain, don't do it. Holy Christ. 
researchers are saying. Hold on. I, I have to get the right thing for this here. Yep. These researchers are what are called shark taggers. They go out there and they monitor the sharks and they shoot it and they put a like, tracking device in it. Try to understand it. Yep. Um, um, huge great white sharks are off the coast of Cape Cod. Stay the fuck away. Including a 16-foot, 3,500-pound woman great white shark named Mary Lee. Who right now is patrolling around New Jersey's Long Beach Island. I'm just telling you, don't do it. I know, I know it's Father's Day weekend. You want to go out with with Dad on the boat? Well, let me just say, Roger. No, huh? No, you you don't even go on the water. I I I, I don't care if you have Jerry Jones's fucking three hundred foot goddamn yacht. If I know that there is a sixteen foot. What, great white? No, I'm not going. Mm-mm, sorry. I might just stay in the house all day. Just saying. Uh, I grew up bull mastiffs as a kid, gentle giants. Yeah, bull mastiffs are what we would call retards. Happened again the other day. Doing laundry on Sunday. I hear a noise in the laundry room. All of a sudden, Bubba the jack off. Duh. Starts barking. Heard a noise. It's all right, buddy. Let's go check it out. He doesn't join me. He lets me walk all the way down there by myself. Dickhead. Nothing worse than a racist shark biting you. Amen to that. God damn it. Those fucking great white sharks. Saw a cool thing last night. Like, if you look at the under uh, the underbite, like uh, like if you're swimming underneath a shark, and you look at that shark's jawline, you turn it upside down, it looks like a fucking demon. I'm just telling you, I, right now, the sharks are fucking creatures of the devil. Mm-mm-mm. Shark taggers. What kind of fucking stupidity is that job? Well, what we do is we uh, we go out and tag white sharks. Yeah, you're a moron. That, that, that's all I have to say about that. All right, sex ed teacher. At Dalton School, I guess the parents fork out fifty-five grand a year, and the parents are not happy. No, sirree, Bob. Uh-uh. Somebody decided to tweet this out. A teacher named Justine Font taught first graders via a cartoon about it feels good when they touch their clitoris and penis. In my opinion, she should have to register as a sex offender. This is worse than woke. It's pedophilic. Now, 
first grade is probably not the time to start teaching kids about pee-pees and hoo-hahs. All right, they already realize something's different down there. You know, because kids, like, kids they, they look, they look, they check each other out. They know what's going on. They're, they're not sickos. They just don't know what's happening. And now you got a teacher saying, oh, it feels good to touch those parts. No, it doesn't. Not for a seven-year-old, it don't. Seven-year-old don't want anything to do with that because that girl has got cooties. And he is not update on his vaccination. He's got the COVID vaccination, not the cooties vaccination. How, how do you... Now, I'm kind of confused also is this teacher who, who works at a school where they charge parents $55,000 a year for their proud child to go to that school. I don't want to hear about how those teachers don't make any money. Okay, that, that's fifty-five grand a kid a year. Can you imagine it? Can you imagine if the Brady Bunch had money? That school would cost them three hundred thousand dollars. It's pretty funny that the world, uh, entire planet, that exactly like kids treat the cooties. Mm-hmm. But I mean, seriously, you're teaching first. How did this get in the lesson plan? Are the lesson plans, don't you have to, like, at a school that, that's 55 grand a year, I would imagine that, that, you're going to go ahead and send your syllabus to all to all, all the parents as well as your bosses did you just happen to leave this one off is that what happened oh whoops a daisy i forgot i was going to talk about uh, penises and uh, clitorises stop that they're in first grade look Look, I, I will go. I will go as far as I can for you. I, I promise I will. But this is about as far. Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. That's all we need. That's all we need. That was from kindergarten. That kindergarten kid gets it. That's it. There you go. No need to teach that at all. Final story of the day. Then we got to get to the finals of a celebrity death match here. Well, this ain't good. This happened down in Houston. Boy, boy, I tell you what. You want to move to Texas? Stay away from Houston. You won't get shot. Like this guy who was shot in the middle of the street in Houston after an argument got out of hand. Boy, that's the understatement of all time. Well, this argument kind of got out of hand. Well, I shot a guy. An argument getting out of hand might result into pushing, shoving, fistfights. Not necessarily gunplay. Uh, let's see. Uh, um, bunny Run Drive, North of the City. Doo, doo, doo. Lester Fuentes Bezos, who's 20 years old. 
Paramedics declared him dead at the scene after he was shot several times. Now, here's why this story made the cue. You're like, oh, that's a terrible story. Dead guy in Houston. Wow, chuckle, chuckle, let's go. Uh, yeah, he'd been peeing in the street. And whoever the suspect is in question, the unsub, if you will, did not was not happy with him for peeing in the street because see, see, it's it's illegal here in Texas. As much as Austin wants to be San Francisco, it is still illegal to urinate in the streets. They got into an argument. Both men pulled guns. Mr. Fuentes Blazos. Not good. Oh, they're saying this was a drug deal gone bad. And at some point, he'd start urinating in the middle of the roadway, sparking a confrontation with several residents. So there you go. So if you're meeting up to do nefarious things, don't draw attention to yourself by urinating in the middle of the street. Braddy Kid said it. What a pisser. <laughs> Man, I swear. I was watching, what was I? I was watching this thing last night, this thing on Mark uh, on Andre the Giant. And Mark Henry, who used to be a pro wrestler, he was getting really, really choked up because that's how much Andre meant to him. They never met, but Andre was like, every big guy wrestler looks up to Andre because he was the first one. He was getting emotional about it. And I I thought about it. I'm like, what is it that makes me get so emotional and sentimental when I think about wrestling? Think about some of the funnest times I've had in my life watching wrestling with my dad. And and you got a lot of those parts in there that will contribute to the the raining of tears from your eyes. There's another part. It reminds of his time where we were a lot happier. I think when you see somebody breaking down when 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 they're inspired by somebody like that, I think a lot of that goes back to when they were a kid. We're so much happier. No responsibilities. Got to hang out all day in the summertime. I think some people are crying because they wish they had it like that again. They feel like they wasted their time because they were kids. They didn't know to take advantage of it. That's why old people always tell you, don't ever grow up. Man, oh, man, obviously not. There you go. All right. That's it? Yeah. Damn it, Bubba. What are you, man, Bubba just farted in here. It's fucking terrible. That is rancid. Uh, all right, I guess I, I, we, we have to finish a certain something up. And we got another one tomorrow. We're going to do sports broadcasters tomorrow. Take Wednesday and Thursday off, and then we have TV dads. But today's has to be finished. Today's finale is set.
Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? I said, are you ready? Then that means it is time for Solidarity as Defense TV. Easy, people. Easy breezy. The final four set. You need to put the people in order. Whoever wins will be the Mount Rushmore, the face of the official Mount Rushmore of TV Cops here on the Ash Show. Let's get it on. Here we go. First matchup. Ash family. Give you this matchup. Legendary lawman on television. T.J. Hooker. What's that motherfucker's name? William Shatner. Played by William Shatner. Legendary. Taking on Roscoe P. Coltrane, portrayed by uh, 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 James Best. Goo, goo, goo. And his dog, Flash. So, ask family, I ask you the simple question. T.J. Hooker, Roscoe P. Coltrane, who ya got? Face off against the winner of this matchup. Ask family, it's simple. Who you got? Cordell Walker, Texas Ranger. Sonny Crockett, Miami Vice. Walker Crockett, ask family. Who ya got? <laughs>
Cordell Walker moves on. And the matchup is set now. To see who the face, the greatest television lawman of all time will be. Will it be a Roscoe P. Coltrane who's looking out after them Duke boys? Or will it be Cordell Walker who is carotting his way all through the great state of Texas? Ask family, I ask you. Roscoe Walker, who ya got? Banana phone. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding. Banana phone. In bunches, I've got my hunches. It's the best, beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. My cellular, bananular fur. Ladies and gentlemen, Cordell Walker is your face of the Mount Rushmore of TV Cops. We did it. You guys did it. So there you go. Hangtown says, I vote for Banana Phone. (laughs) Such a fun way to end the show. Uh, All right. Uh, That's going to do it for me today. We will be back tomorrow. Look for our great logo of the Mount Rushmore later on today compared to that pile of shit that the Giants used. Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, people are going to be all upset at this one. And I don't give a... I've started answering. You should fucking vote then. Uh, So please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're there. Remember, tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, humongous announcement. And Tommy's on the show and we're doing Celebrity Ass Deathmatch Sportscasters Edition. So until then, y'all have a fantastic day, and adios, everybody. Where the sidewalk ends and the road begins, we said goodbye on a cold dark night. Sidewalk is you left a lot. Some people leave and never come back. Some stay in touch, some lose track. Your mind kept saying, Come on, let's go. You started learning what you don't need to know. Where the sidewalk ends and the road begins. I'll wait for you. 
the sidewalk ends and the road begins. We said goodbye on a cold dark night. I'm not afraid to go. You bet I'm not where the sidewalk ends. You left the light. is outside waiting to arrest him.